We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the people of Missouri. We're for brewmasters, stockbrokers, beauty queens, and truck drivers. Whatever you do, if you're a Missourian, we're for you. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we've got Missouri covered. Playoffs? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Chiefs, Ravens. First and ten from the Baltimore 19. Shotgun Mahomes. Pump and throw to the end zone. Handled by Kelsey for the touchdown. A rocket to the right side. And the Chiefs strike first. 19 yards. And it's that combination once again. Mahomes to Kelsey to get on the board first. Line of scrimmage is the 30 of Kansas City. Fake the handoff. Jackson looking. Jackson in trouble. Gets out of it. Jackson to his right. Avoids the sack. Steps. Throws. Deep shot. End zone. Touchdown. Zay Flowers. Remarkable. 30 yards. Jackson to Flowers for the score. 16th play of the drive, second and goal from the two. Handoff, Pacheco redirect to the left, and he slices in for the touchdown. The Chiefs regain the lead. Isaiah Pacheco, angry runner. Pay dirt, 13-7, Kansas City. Fake the handoff. Jackson will step up. Jackson hit from behind. The ball is not free. Kansas City's got it. Loftus on the recovery. The pressure too much, and Lamar Jackson did not see it from behind. Omenahu gets in there and gets home from the 21. Shotgun, Mahomes, he will toss it to the near side. Caught by Kelsey. Travis Kelsey thinks he has enough for the first down, and that is the record for Kelsey. The most postseason receptions all-time passing Jerry Rice. They have marked him just short of the first down. We're talking about half a yard. Kansas City huddles up fourth, less than a yard. Handoff, Pacheco trying to get there. Pacheco gets stuffed. Not enough. Travis Jones, Washington, Hamilton all in to make the stop. And a huge one for the Ravens' D. Shotgun, Jackson, snap. That ball batted in the air, up for grabs, and it's caught by Jackson. First down. Insane. Lamar Jackson off the deflection, ends up in the right spot for 13 yards. Justin Reed gets a piece, and then Jackson... Is the Johnny on the spot? Jackson shotgun on second down. Throws. Pumped by Flowers over the middle. Breaks the play for the touchdown. The question is when he lost the ball. Oh boy. Nick Bolton on a recovery. Did they slap it out of there before he crossed it? on the field as the runner fumbled short of the goal line. Recovered in the end zone by Kansas City for a touchback. What a turn of events. Zay Flowers diving, and it was knocked out just before he got there. This is a potential game changer. Legarius Sneed forces the fumble. 12th play of the drive here for Baltimore. Shotgun. 
Jackson looking. Jackson, middle. End zone. Intercepted. And it's Bush with the pick. Goes down in the end zone. Turnover. Ravens. A huge one. Kansas City takes over. Third and nine at the 46. 219 on the clock. Baltimore is out of timeouts. Pacheco in the backfield sets up to the left of Mahomes. Mahomes in the pocket. Throws a deep one. Behind the defense. It is caught. Valdez Scantling with the grab. He got behind Millette for 33 yards. Hushing the crowd with 2.04 to play. And now we're going to hit the two-minute warning. Mahomes has done it again. Downfield delivery to Valdez Scantling. And he has shocked the fans here in Baltimore. The Chiefs, 42 seconds away. Mahomes takes a knee. And that is it. The Kansas City Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in the last five years. Viva Las Vegas for KC. They've done it again. They win the AFC Championship 17-10 over the Ravens and end Baltimore's season here at M&T Bank Stadium. My hat goes off to the Ravens and the city here of Baltimore. You've got a great football team. Uh, we appreciate your hospitality. It's a great environment to play in. And then how about the Chiefs? You know, I mean, what a great deal that was. Uh, I thought our guys played hard, aggressive football. It always starts with the offensive and defensive line. They, they came out the purpose here and, and played their hearts out. Pat Mahomes did a great job again, as he normally does. Our defense was outstanding. We were able to get a lead, and we were able to maintain that lead and did it with a with great personality. There. Yeah, it was cool. Just going to do two hostile environments, having to come together as a team and, and to win those games and, and hold that trophy. It really was special. But if I had my choice, I'd rather do it at Arrowhead. So we'll try. After we go through the Super Bowl and hopefully win it, we're going to try to get it back at Arrowhead next year. What you got, SSJ? Uh, I got about... Uh, 48 plus hours till I watch the Chiefs beat the Ravens and go back to the Super Bowl. That's what I got. We'll be back here Monday. Baltimore, we coming. And you ain't ready for the king. If you come at the king, you best not miss. And the king is Patrick Mahomes. You got the rubber, baby! Lesson here, babe. You come at the king, you best not miss. <laughs> you gotta fight for your right to party! Believe it, baby, we're going to Las Vegas, Nevada, to go get us another one. Good morning, Kansas City. This is the Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810 WHB. It's a victory Monday, AFC Championship Monday. 
Going back to the Eppin Super Bowl Monday, January 29th, 2024. Stephen St. John, Todd Lebo, Jake Gutierrez, and you going back to the Super Bowl after the Chiefs beat the Ravens 17 to 10 in Baltimore at Mahomes and Travis Bank Stadium. They own it now. The Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. They're going to Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Todd Lebo will be headed to Las Vegas. Well, they'll take on the San Francisco 49ers after they came back and the Detroit Lions collapsed up 24-7 at halftime. Oh, boy. And the Niners win 34-31. I don't care. Bring bring that ass. Whatever. Whoever. Lions, 49ers, whatever. Bring it. See you in two weeks. How are you doing? <laughs> How are y'all doing? Look, we'll get into Patrick Mahomes. We've got four hours. we got... Hey, it's awesome. All day. We got two weeks. We got the rest of my life talking about Patrick Mahomes. Let me tell you something. We've watched a lot of football over the years in uh, in in May, May fifteenth of this year. May fifteenth will be this game. This game be warm and fuzzies because uh, I just was looking through some old uh, paperwork. Will be the. 25th anniversary of me signing my first contract with Union Broadcasting. You kept that? 25 years. Yeah. I got them on digital form. You know what you sound like to me? What's that? Short timer. 25 years. <laughs> I mean, that's all. I mean, that doesn't, that, that's, that's wild, you know? Yeah. I mean, 25 years. Anyway, thank you. It used to be uh, not much of your life. It's over right. half your life now. About. You're gonna. You're, next year, you'll be about half your life. Right. I, I wanted to say that just because I've, I've seen a lot of football. We've seen a lot of. Uh, also, I'm expecting some sort of recognition. Mm. And since you're in management right. now, that you've made aware of this, you'll pass that along to the right people. You recognize me last year. Well, I, I'm not in management, am I? Aren't you? You need to recognize yourself. <laughs> Tell that to the right people. At least a cake. A cake. Or something after the show. Michael, get you. You a know, cake. A, a, a pendant. A small pen. Something. A little lapel pen. Okay. Happy 25th. A special hat. Okay. Have it done right. Commemorative 25, 28, 10, 25, whatever. Um, yeah. I've seen some great football. I've seen some horrific football. That first 20 years or so, how, how was that? Uh, it wasn't great. Um, <laughs> I've seen some uh, tremendous offensive performances. I've seen some uh, some pretty good defensive performances. The, 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 talk, the talk today and, and, and listening to ESPN Radio coming in um, is going to be a lot about Lamar Jackson's failure to get to the Super Bowl and, and you know Patrick Mahomes going back again. But man, and, and there's nothing wrong with that because Patrick Mahomes is is the goat. We're watching, we're watching history. We're watching greatness. We're watching whatever word you can put on it. We're watching it in front of our very eyes. And what's amazing is is just you know the book's not even close to being written. We're watching chapter by chapter of just unthinkable greatness unfold right in front of our very eyes, and it's it's surreal. It's like, I, I, like when I say it out loud, four Super Bowls in five years. Silly. I can't. It's I really I can't comprehend it. It's not it's not computing. I say it, 
and then I have to sit and and think about. It. I go, they've gone to four Super Bowls in five years. Of course they have. I'm in the middle of. It. I've, I've gone to one of them. I've, I've I've seen them all. We've watched it. We've experienced it. But it's it's almost like it's not real. But I I just that I hope really silly. We don't lose sight of how phenomenal this defense they, has been. They're fantastic. The whole season. Okay, the whole season. They're the only team in the NFL that did not allow a team to get to 30 points the entire season. How close were the Ravens? They were not close to getting there. They did no. not threaten 30 points yesterday. But then you take it up a notch, and you look at what they've done in the postseason. They faced three, and I don't want to. I don't want to hear revisionist history now. And well, well, this is going into the playoffs. Three dynamic offenses in the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the Baltimore Ravens. Before this started, you couldn't find anyone outside of Kansas City. The thought that Chiefs would be able to run through that gauntlet. Nope. Because it was too tough. They were going to go after all, go on the road twice. And they were facing three elite dynamic offenses. They held the Dolphins to seven. The Bills to 24. And the Ravens to 10. 41 points in three games. Against the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Ravens, two of those games on the road. I want you to think about that. 41 points in those three games. The Dolphins were beat up on defense. They weren't beat up on offense. They had their guys. Buffalo's linebackers were beat up. They had their guys on offense. All right? Baltimore had their guys on offense. Got back one just for the game. And Mark Andrews. And two of those, again, two of those games were on the road. Steve Spagnolo, who's done it someplace else, too, who did this with the Giants and somehow stopped, which at the time was the highest-scoring offense in NFL history in the Patriots, and, and, and came up with a plan to stop them and win a championship. And he's done it here now multiple times. And now... He just put together this run. Of course, the players have to execute. But they all had those awesome T-shirts yesterday in Spags We Trust for mm-hmm. a reason. That's That means something. I know we heard some, him say that on Friday, too. People can eye roll, and, but, but they love him. Yeah, well, Jerry said that on Friday at the podium, I think, Spags We Trust. And part of the part of the beauty of this team is the culture that's that's built and the way the players have bought in, and why wouldn't you? But they have that ultimate trust with Spags. Spags has that trust with his players. And you got all the team, all the defensive players, before the game, running around with in Spags We Trust t-shirts. This man will blitz the hell out of you. You don't know where the blitz is coming from. He disguises things so well. He it, it's, it's poetry in motion. Think about this. The Dolphins, the Bills, and the Ravens. Tyreek Hill just put up over 1,700 yards receiving. Tua is supposedly a good quarterback. And all their offensive weaponry, seven. 
Josh Allen, who is a hell of a quarterback, and and the red hot Buffalo Bills in Buffalo, twenty four. The Baltimore Ravens and the guy who's going to be named MVP in a couple of weeks and the best rushing attack in the NFL, weapons everywhere, dynamic young receiver in Zay Flowers, 10, 41 points in those three games. Travis Kelsey was Hall of Fame great yesterday. Patrick Mahomes had some big plays and big moments and came through. But damn it, let me tell you something. That game at halftime was 17-7. The Chiefs did not score in the second half. Didn't really come close. They did not score in the second half. And if I'd have told you at halftime, they got to make this 17 stand up. I don't know if I would have been feeling great about that. Would you have? No. Okay. So 17, Steve Spagnolo in that defense made that 17 stand up. Unbelievable. And we've seen some, I mean, we go, we go back to before I worked here and you were, you were in sports, but we go, we, we've seen some great defenses. Oh yeah. We saw great defenses in 95 with the Chiefs that didn't have an offense to go along with it. We saw an excellent defense in 97. Many teams that were led by Marty Schottenheimer and Derek Thomas and Neil Smith and Dale Carter and Albert Lewis and Kevin Ross and Deron Cherry and all these great players. We saw many great defenses over those years. I don't know that I've seen anything like that, like this, what I'm watching right now. If you consider the level of competition. How hard it is to play defense now. The level of quarterback. Having to do it on the road twice. And with the last two games in the fourth quarter, in the third and fourth, in the second half, working with such a small margin of error. Mm -hmm. My God. And so, yes, spend the day praising Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Praise Travis Kelsey. I, you know, the, the way me or Todd or Jake would sit down and rewatch a play and, 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 and diagnose a play over and over again, that's the way my wife kept rewinding the different angles of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey kissing on the field. Steven, she's on the field. I said, I know. I'm, I'm sitting right here. I'm watching it. Steven, they're kissing. I said, I know it. Come here and kiss me. <laughs> she's kissing him again. I go, oh, you better believe she is. If I was there, I'd kiss him if they'd let me. So I got Susan analyzing this thing. She's on, she's on the internet. Look at this angle. Like the way we look at the, like this, uh, you know, we want to see the MVS catch yeah. from all these different angles. She's Look at this. Look at this angle. And then she led Travis to his brother. I said, that's right. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, okay? And you know what? It, I mean, I had the girl, Julia didn't care. She's in a room. But Selena, look, look, Dad, look, as I'm looking. This is, this is wonderful. Phil comes up. We all, it was funny. We all just watched the game in our rooms. 
because separate. it was just you know Two I was kids. in my office, Joe was in his room, Selena was in her just was separate, you know. Susan with me, and we could just shout through the you know with the walls. Phil emerges somehow. He has a mustache now. I didn't seem to, in the in the twelve hours I didn't see him. He's shaved to stand alone. I don't know what that was. You know, playoff mustache. He comes in there after the game. We just have a just a big hug. Can you believe this? And then he said, "Yeah, I mean, yeah. she was there on right. the field, right?" But he's like, he was, he was, he was, he was no, not I, he was. I don't. He was. I don't know what's happening. He almost put it. He goes, "I just. I, I don't know what's. I don't know what's happening." Either. I do not understand. This I don't know. Life. What's, I'm not processing what's happening. I, look, again, I've been doing this for a long time, Kansas City. I don't know. I don't have. I don't have the words. I don't. I almost don't have the voice. But I don't have the words. Sound like you should be refereeing this game, man. Look, you'll you, you'll have to be, be be easy with me. Show me some grace. I had my son debut with Dola White on Saturday night, and no, there was a lot of yelling. You didn't and need along. to sing. Well, I did. You could have just watched. And, and you better believe, sing. before the third set, I went on stage. Did you and let a, let a Chiefs chant? And I told everyone in that sold out crowd. I said. Tune in on 6 a.m. when I talk about how the Chiefs kicked the Ravens' ass on Sunday. I say go, you say Chiefs. Go. Go. We're out, you know. And this is what we have And now. then I felt the weight of Richie Sierra. Like, Dad, get off stage. Get off the stage. I asked him permission. I, I, I said, a, I have a job here. I said, I, I assume we, we, we want to do a little Chiefs chant. I, was, don't, you know, I don't come to your work. But but this is my guy. I lift that crowd up, and it was because that's something, and that's all. You know, being in Kansas City on a Saturday night before the AFC Championship game—it's awesome. Yes, it's beautiful. You know, and as as tired and beat up as I am after this weekend, (laughs) just like waking up today, like, oh, let's go talk about the Chiefs winning the AFC Championship again. Okay, you got plenty of time to convalesce today, don't you? You know, no, no. And, and 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 before we break, I, I'll just say this: you know, last year we saw Sky Moore give us every reason to believe like that he should never return a punt in a real game. Redemption, and they kept showing that they trusted him and they put him out there. And in the AFC Championship game, he came through with a huge punt return that helped the Chiefs win the game. Now, not everyone gets those second chances, Kadarius Tony. He he showed enough to where, like, you know what? We're not going to allow you to redeem yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, which led, of course, to him apparently being on IG Live with some... Unaware that people right, can record that? Not, I don't a know. lot of claims. I don't know. Who knows? Whatever. He's, he's, he's in the rearview mirror. He's not stealing any headlines today. But MVS, Todd, MVS did not have a great regular season. I know. What, what, are, what, what are the biggest moments from his season? Drops. Right? Yeah. They could have cost games. Yes. In big games. Right. Games that they lost. Now. They could have changed the game. He has a, a greater, longer body of work than, than Kadarius Tony. That you could at least go back to and say, "Hey, there is something there." Mm-hmm. 
that he can get back. Let's stick with him. And you don't have to go back too far because if you remember in the that AFC Championship game against Cincinnati, the Chiefs receivers were dropping like yeah. flies, and he had over 100 yards, mm-hmm. and he had a terrific touchdown catch. And so he had at least he, he had shown, hey, I can step up and have a big game as a receiver in the AFC Championship game. But what – just just imagine this. It's almost like it's Hollywood scriptish storyline that you, – you know, oh, this is just still unbelievable. All the troubles he had catching the football and the debates we had, should they trust him, should they keep putting him out there? And, oh, they kept putting him out there. If you look at the snap count – you had 81 total snaps available for the offense. He was out there for 67 of them. He was out there, and they trusted him. And all these things that happened in favor of the Chiefs and the great defense and everything else, that game was still in doubt on that third down with two minutes left. And they could have been conservative and run the football, or they could have tried to run a screen or done a very high percentage throw, try to pick up the first down, but don't take any chances. But no, they throw the ball deep. And who do they throw the ball to? M-V-F-ing-S. Can you imagine if you would have dropped it? Because that, that, that's didn't. on the table. He didn't. The Ravens would have had the ball back with two minutes left. And who, and guess what? Who knows? Who knows? But first of all, with everything on the line, what a beautiful throw. What a gorgeous throw. And MVS with a fantastic catch. And as he comes crashing to the ground, I'm still like, did he hold on? Of course Show he did. Replay. Come on. Well, I don't know. I'm like, hey. You don't believe. I don't I mean. I didn't. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest with you. Right when it happened, I wasn't sure who it was. And then I see the, I, I see the 11. MBS. Mahomes in the pocket. Throws a deep one. Behind the defense. It is caught. Valdez Scantling with the grab. He got behind Millette for 33 yards. Look, I love Iron Eagle. You know that. He got one up yesterday. I already sent it to you. The Korean broadcast. First of all, can I watch that during the game? Can I just watch the game with? There's probably a way. That's on the internet somewhere. Can I sync that up? Syncing might be hard. I'm I'm just. I'm asking. I don't know. I'm I'm sure there's a pretty big delay on the Korean broadcast. I need to know who these men are. They clearly love football. The enthusiasm they bring to each broadcast. Find them in Vegas. Unparalleled, unrivaled. Peerless. they got to be out in Vegas next week on Radio Row. I'll find them. I want them to be there. I DM'd you, Jake. Listen to the Korean broadcast. We don't need to beep this, do we? I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows, right? Unimportant. This is this is how how that call sounded. Of that play. Of the catch. The clincher. The, the game-clinching pass by Patrick Mahomes. To Marquez Valdez Scantling. Oh, 
Texas can't clear. Every play-by-play man, every color commentator, there's the bar, and where it's been raised. Yeah. You want to be, you want to be the best. You got to beat the best. Reach that type of enthusiasm and get back to me. Until you, until you do that, you ask me come. repeatedly, what am I looking for with this? Color commentator saw, saw that deep pass. He starts early. He saw it. He saw it. Yeah. You ask me what I'm looking for out of my broadcast crew, there it is. That's it. And that's all. Hey, listen, I I, uh, I can't quit MVS. He's almost every week in my single-game parlays, no matter if it's like 14 and a half yards or whatever. So I have been a big believer that he will make a play or two. And he listen, he, the two catches he made against Buffalo were monsters as well. He's had, you know, they're not 10-catch games. But I think every time they've thrown him the ball in the postseason here, he's got two catches the last two games apiece, and they were all big. They, they, they just everyone did the right thing yesterday for the most part, and that's that's why the Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. They, it was a team effort, absolute team effort. The Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. They beat the Ravens seventeen to ten. They'll take on the San Francisco 49ers. We have plenty of post game sound. We'll hear from Andy Reid. We'll hear from Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, more of the Korean broadcast crew. Catherine Tappen will be with us at seven. Our Monday morning quarterback, Chase Daniel, will be with us. Chief. That's right. At eight thirty. Bill Moss will join us Former at 9.05 to talk about this game. It's me, it's Todd Lebo, it's Jake Gutierrez. And just to close this segment, Jake, I know you were gone for a while. And I know that uh, when you came back after about a week, you told me, boy, I think I might have made a mistake. This is a lot. I don't, you know. That was forget, private I forgot about. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, it's on the radio I now. I forgot about this. That's a private Privately, or MLS Nate, that ego is big. As well, we'll deal with it. Um, <laughs> on a personal note, how how satisfied and excited are you to be back with a ten on this Kidding, show? He is sucked back in, dude. To I'm, be a, to I'm just all to, in. To, to be a part just of of this of this little special run that has happened over the past couple of weeks. It's magic, man. It's magic. I was. I mean, I I went to work. I went to. I was working during that Lions game last night. I was, yeah, he was working DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> every time he'd hit on a bed, we were getting text messages. Another one. Good guy. Another one. Another one. How'd you make gifts? Anytime touchdowns. Hold your That's a good one. MVS over to 16 and a half. This guy is hitting on MVS. Like, oh, boy, this is a magical I somehow was like, how did you get the Zay Flowers anytime fumble into the end zone? He had it. I don't know. I had it. He got was, that somewhere. I was a, a St. Brown touchdown away from a 10 Ten-legger? Yeah. Ten-legger ten parlay. Oh. Oh. They didn't throw him ball in the second half. No, but that last Reynolds touchdown, I thought, I was like, is that, is that C. Brown? Oh, yeah. that would have been the beauty. Yeah. You'd have gotten the, the cover and the any time. Yep. Yeah, it's all right. It's, it's, it, it took, it was a good day. To answer your question, it's, it's it's rejuvenating. I mean, I think anybody, if they did something for 20 years and they said, hey, we're going to give you 20 months off, you can refresh, rejuvenate yourself. And then you can come back right back into your role that you were doing. I think everybody would take that. Uh, I mean, I I love it. it it's rejuvenating. I'm I'm a I'm a new Jake. It's, it's I, I new new Jake. A new new Jake. So I, I mean, it's 
it's fun to watch. It's fun to be a part of it. Not going to lie. I mean, I feel like I missed out a little bit last year when they won the Super Bowl. It looks like you that's know. a risk you take. Sometimes yeah. you go to the cabin you, and they lose by twenty points, and sometimes yeah. you, you know you're yeah. out of the it's cabin. Really you're deal. One for one. Keep your ass out of that cabin, <laughs> especially the next two weeks. I, yeah, see, that's the thing. I, I've yet, I've yet to witness a Chiefs loss in the Super Bowl, so I don't yeah. think that's going to be any different. Keep on witnessing. We're all witnesses. We'll take a break. Back after this on Sports Radio eight ten WHP. Jay, get at them DMs. I'm trying to find as many on-field emotional interviews as possible. And one of them I want to play before we get too out far out in front of it. Um, because this is one of the unsung heroes from yesterday. I was very confident that Nick Allegretti would be able to step in and play well. Got the he's, job done. He's, he's not Joe Tooney, but who is? Joe Tooney's an all-pro. And most people consider him the best guard in football. But Nick Allegretti is quality depth, and he's he's good enough to be a starter on most teams in the NFL. He's one of my favorite guys to watch when you're at the game. You know, we're upstairs. You get the binoculars He out. does some good stuff in the stretches. And, and, and you just, like, the game is going on, and, you know, they always talk about mental reps. He's just down there, like, on the side of the field during the game doing, like, Mental reps. If you watch him before the game, he goes through some uh, wrestling oh, warm ups. Yeah. He's he's awesome. He goes through a few warm ups. Bundle that, of energy. Uh, my coaches uh, Gary DeLuy and Rick Byers used to put me through back at like watching Vision Quest. Exactly right, but he will not wrestle shoot. Um, you know what? If he did, well, he beat him. He beat, he beat his ass because oh. totally different weight classes. <laughs> um, right? Yeah, just, you know, he would <laughs> he would beat him, but it would be unbelievably uh, an unfair matchup. It just wouldn't. That's why they have weight yeah. classes. It wouldn't be fair to shoot, to be honest with you, even though he's a villain. You're crushed. Three hundred what? Yeah, <laughs> such a quick match there. Um, <laughs> shoot the air comes out of shoot. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> And so, uh, it, 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 one of the events I did for the um, for the NFL draft for Big Brothers Big Sisters, uh, Tim Grenhard and Allegretti were there uh, doing an appearance, <clears throat> and and I sat down with Nick Allegretti for I don't know about twenty minutes, had a really good conversation. Really nice guy, easy to root for, Chicago guy, great family, and I, it, it was interesting. I remember talking to him. About you know, hey, you know, because he came back in free agency. Hey, you could you could have gone right. somewhere and easily been a starter. You know, why come back here? What's that say about this uh, franchise? And he's talked about the culture and wanting to be here and being successful and uh, having a, having an understanding that at any point he could have to step in and and play at a high level in important games. And boy. Just like we talked about at the NFL draft, he had to step in at the end of the divisional playoff game and then start the AFC championship game against the NFL's so-called best defense. The Chiefs are better. Um, And if you remember also, he's one of the five that started in that Super Bowl with the offensive line. Still gets talked about Mm -hmm. horribly. It wasn't his fault, but he was part of that, and he and he wore that. He took that that you know, um, and so you talk about redemption. So happy for Nick Allegretti, he steps in and helps his team win. Uh, 
uh, our good friend uh, of the show, Harold Kuntz from Fox 4, posted this. As an emotional Nick Allegretti talked about this week leading up to this game. I love it. Man, I love this. Play that, Jake. I'm appreciative to be part of this organization. I just want to see my family. I, they're, they're, I just, it was an emotional week, and guys, let's go win one. Ah, oh, man, the fans are incredible support. I tried to stay off Twitter, but every time I opened it, it was a ton of support towards me, and uh, man, I'm not used to seeing anything on Twitter about myself, so that was incredible, and we got shots going another one. Let's go win one. All right, buddy. Good job. Nick, the focus of this team, especially you to have to fill in with Joe out. What's it mean for you guys to accomplish the task and everything you had to go through, the adversity? Uh, it, it's incredible. I mean, you, you, you can't understate what Joe Tooney's meant to this team, and he'll never get enough credit for what he's done with both organizations he's been a part of. Um, and, you know, the guys, I had, I had a challenge. The guys knew that, and they were there for me all week, helping me with communication, making sure that I was, you know, ingrained in this offensive line, this starting five this week. And, God, I'm so, I'm so proud of this team, so proud of that offensive line, and honored to be a part of it. How, how could you love that anymore? He's, he's literally fighting back tears the entire minute, speaking with the media on the field. He talks about what trying, trying to stay off Twitter and, and stay focused and, and keep social media away. But he said then every time he'd open it up, he'd see this unbelievable outpouring of support from Chiefs fans. And then he talks about how the rest of the offensive line were there to help him do this, to make sure he felt comfortable all week long and how proud he is of the team. Just listen to how much that meant to him. That's an example of this culture that's been built in Kansas City. And again, that's another example. We talked about it all week long, an example of the tremendous depth that this team has, that they were able to absorb the loss of the best guard in football and Nick Allegretti, who, again, is good enough to be a starter for many teams in the NFL, stepped in and helped this team win. Man, I can't Seventh round draft that. pick. I mean, you know, one of these guys who just has continued to fight and battle. And they, you know, Andy said it. I think it was Thursday. I can't remember. We, had, we talked to Andy four times last week. He didn't like any of them, I don't think. But, you know, he, he was just like the, the guys on the team in that room view him as a starter. They view him as someone who could play and start. And he did a really nice job. They, they did a good job. You know, everyone who had to step up did a good job. You know, Willie Gay couldn't play. And there was going to be some concern about that because he's athletic and could maybe shadow Lamar Jackson and all that. And Joe Tooney couldn't play. So Nick Allegretti had to step in. And Nick Allegretti's a good player, but he's not Joe Tooney. He knows that. And everyone who had to step up stepped up. And that's the key to the game. And that's what the Chiefs have. We've talked about camaraderie and all of the belief that they have in each other. And it showed again. These last two games, especially on the road, and they had been a relatively healthy team until during the Bills game when everyone started getting hurt. And then they they, they have all stepped up and done something special okay. to get them to this point. You, made a, you, you led me to a good point here, Jake, Todd. Take note of how also Rands, like Miami and Buffalo, just make excuses about how ding, how dinged up, how many players are missing, how injured they were. The Chiefs were the team that was damaged by injury 
in this game. There were no excuses. They just went out and they won. Yeah, and Charles Aminihue got hurt during the game. Right. And that was a lot because he made a huge play in the first half. And he's hopeful that he's going to be ready in two weeks, but that was a tough loss during the game. They were down the best guard in football. They were down the linebacker that was going to be assigned to Lamar Jackson. They just went out and they won. Let's take a break. Back after this on WHP. Steven, the Chiefs going back to the Super Bowl? They are. Want to go share a hotel room for eight days? Nope. What? We heard the... Uh, you don't want to start a show at 4 a.m.? Korean broadcast call of the NBS catch. Now let's take a listen to the Baltimore Ravens broadcast of that game-clinching play by Patrick Mahomes and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Let's hear how they took it. come to the line of scrimmage. It's at the Kansas City 46. 2.19 left to play. The two-minute warning will stop the clock. That's it for the Ravens. They must stop Kansas City here because the Ravens are out of timeouts. I just can't see them throwing the football. Mahomes has the check in the backfield. The Chiefs quarterback stands in the shotgun. He takes the snap. He wants the throw. Lobs it deep down the middle. He's got no. Valdez scaling wide open the 20-yard line. He makes a falling catch, and that is going to do it. It will run us to the two-minute warning, but the Ravens are out of timeouts. And this season is out of days. And the Ravens are now the tail end of a magnificent 2023 season. We'll see the end of the season come here in Baltimore in the AFC Championship game. Their board up on the Ravens network is pretty rough playing those those drops. Let is me, that you? Is that you, Jake? Well, let me ask you a question. What am I missing? How much time was left when that play started? 219. Jesus. I just can't see him throwing it here. What do you? Why? Why, why not? Why, why wouldn't oh. they? Well, because people are scared. Because if you, here's the problem: if you throw it and it's incomplete, then the Ravens get the ball and the punt. So and they the get clock's the, the ball at the two-minute warning. The clock's gonna stop at the two-minute yeah. warning. Yeah, but if you throw an incomplete pass, then you have to punt the ball with two ten to go, and then that's still probably gonna get to the two-minute warning. Right. I mean, well, no, it's a whole extra play. I, I get it. I don't. <laughs> And and that's just listen. Andy Reid does a lot you of try old, to win the game or not try to win the game. Andy Reid does a lot of old conservative type things. He didn't yesterday, but he does some things that are new and bold. And that was a that was a bold thing to do to throw that's the ball ballsy. there. I, guess. I thought so, I thought the other the, side of it, hey, too, I didn't like the fourth down call to go for it deep in territory with, in, as, as opposed Kelsey. to yeah. Well, and and that, that what they should have probably done there was. If they weren't going to look at it, don't just call a timeout. You have three timeouts. Right. There's like five minutes to go. Call a timeout. Have your guys look through the tape and see if they think it's worth reviewing. Because even though it looked like when they came back from break and they showed that maybe it was a few, I'd look like half a foot short. He, he was short, but he wasn't as short as where they spotted it. Right. And then maybe then your your play is different. I don't know. So they they have missed, I think, a couple opportunities in the first half of these last two games to review things. They certainly should have reviewed the Josh Allen backwards lateral against Buffalo. They, they so they're not quite perfect on some of those things, but they're doing a lot of things right coaching wise and trying to win the game. There, listen, they've twice now in these games on the road, Stephen. At the end, they've had the ball back and they've needed to get a first down to win the game, just to, to not have to punt the ball back and have something wild happen. Last week, Isaiah Pacheco just went and got like eight and a half yards on the first carry, and just destroyed the will of the Bills, and they got out of it. And this time, 
they uh, they threw the ball on a, a route that, that certainly didn't look like the Ravens were expecting. And the color commentator there for the Ravens made the, oh, because he knew it was right. happening. And, Unlike the Korean broadcaster who was excited about and it. And I'm just telling you, and they won. And so this is not me, you know, bitching after loss. After you had the menu sack and strip and fumble recovery, and then you mentioned the the third down that looked like he got could have got the first down. Um, I did not want them to go for it on fourth down because I just feel like after a turnover like that, you have to turn that it's into something. points, and it's important to to go from a one score to two score game. Because let me tell you something: something else that was lost in this we haven't talked about yet at the end of the first half the total lack of composure by the Ravens oh yeah that gave the Chiefs a couple of, of penalties 30 to, yards you know, 30 yards a hole that ultimately helped them get the field goal opportunity going in to the second half and just having the Ravens down by two scores psychologically was so important because they did press. Lamar Jackson felt that pressure. You saw that. As I predicted that he would on Friday and all week long last week, he felt that pressure. And, and if you don't think that was huge, it was absolutely huge because the Ravens didn't respond well to that tremendous amount of pressure they were feeling being down essentially two scores the entire second half until they finally were able to kick that field goal. Right? Listen, I don't know. Listen to this. But this, this was the stand of the year. Listen to this. Did you see this? When trailing by 10 points or more at halftime since 2013, what do you think the Ravens' record is? Sounds like it's not good. Jake, did you see this? This blew my mind. This is 2013. This is pre-Lamar. Since, this this is like, since yeah. the last 10 years. Yeah. The last 10 years. All John Harbaugh. What do you think their record is? 10 points or more at halftime. It's either really good or really bad. The, let's, let's put it this way. Uh, yesterday was the 24th time. They were down 10 points or more at halftime. I'm going to say it's really good there. Uh, 20, 21 and 3. <laughs> what are you doing? They're, they're 0 and 24, aren't they? Look at this guy. He's on the phone. He's like a stock trader. Look at him. He's writing things down. At such an important moment in the show when I want to ask him this question. He's doing important work. We have guests coming up. Should I wait for him or should I tell you now? Just tell us now. No, he's getting off the phone. Who are you talking to? Catherine Tappen. So, because she calls right on time. My point was, I was on time right now. Yeah, We're fine, but this, is, this is important. I've been waiting for him to, to answer this. The importance of getting that field goal before halftime to give the Chiefs a ten-point lead. Mammoth. Since 2013, what is the Ravens' record in 24 games that they were down ten points or more at halftime? This guy says twenty one. <laughs> I said three. it's either really good or really bad. No, I, I they're zero and twenty. No, I'd say like three. Why do you say three, why are you saying such ridiculous three things? Three and twenty one. Zero and twenty four. I was it was there. I was perfect. Think about that. Wrap your head yeah. around that. That's they never come back. Every other team in the NFL has at least one comeback win after trailing by double digits and a half in that span. 
It's not very good. No, it's not. That's pretty bad. Right. I think an MVP should be able to come back from a deficit. Well, he never has. Okay, well. Okay, so there you go. He can have his trophy and go home. Let's take a break. He is home. They were at home yesterday. He went, <laughs> he went right home. <laughs> we'll take a break. Back into this on WHP.